Hello and welcome to Out and About Imolovians. I'm your host, Jeremy Barfer. As part of my job as Member of the Scottish Parliament, I get to travel around Malovians, meeting interesting people and hearing about how the companies, charities and projects that they work for benefit and contribute to our community. On this podcast, I will share their stories. On today's episode, I'm looking forward to talking to Ross King from Ronald McDonald's house. Well, we're sitting in a lovely room in the Sick Kids Hospital, which has nothing to do with Sick Kids Hospital to some extent. Just tell us a wee bit about what do you do? Um, so, yeah, my name's Ross King. I'm the house manager for the Ronald McDonald House Edinburgh. And Ronald McDonald House Charities UK provide free accommodation. We like to think of it as a home away from home. Whenever uh, there's a sick child in hospital, we like to try and um, keep the, the parents or, or guardian um, as close as possible. And in terms of the Edinburgh House, that is very close, closer than most of the Ronald McDonald Houses around the UK because we're fortunate enough to be part of the Royal Hospital for Children and Young People. And literally from our front door to the nearest ward is probably around 30 steps. So um, you can imagine it really takes a lot of the stress away from a parent when they have a child in hospital. So, for those of us living in Edinburgh, we'll remember the Sick Kids Hospital down in the Meadows, and obviously it moved a couple of years ago. Sure. So, were you there before? Um, no, so the accommodation unit there was NHS run, um, but with the opportunity of a, a brand new hospital being built, the Ronald McDonald House Charities UK stepped in and, and realised it was an opportunity here, and for us this is pretty much what we do, we focus on the accommodation, we, we try to do many other things to help parents' well-being and support them you know, emotionally, financially where we can as well and yeah with that opportunity we thought yeah this is this is great, we can, um, so we were in talks, the charity were in talks with the hospital and uh, resulted in a, a brand new 25 bedroom unit that is now part of the hospital on, on the, the third floor and we were supposed to open uh, initially in 2019, but I'm sure many people will know that there were some uh, hiccups, shall we say, with uh, with the hospital, and um, unfortunately that got delayed. And um, just yesterday we celebrated the milestone of our, our second birthday, so it's been two years since um, Ronald McDonald House Edinburgh opened its doors and supported its very first family. So if, if you're a parent who's coming, what are you often, what, what do you do? So Again, people probably have heard the name, but they just might not exactly be clear what happens when you arrive here. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, I can I can try from, from the, the start and, and, and make it as um, succinct as possible. So, the ward will refer a family to us that they think could benefit from our accommodation. And I suppose every family could, whether you're you know 0.5 miles or 105 miles away, you want to be as close to your child as possible at a really stressful time in your life. And um, so... When we have a room for a family, we invite them through the doors. You know, we want to present a really warm and, and caring place for them. We sit them down in our day room in, a, in a, a very soft environment that hopefully doesn't really feel much like a hospital. A hospital, sorry, it's not sterile. It's you know, it's warm. It's it's colourful. We go through um, some of the registration process. Um, if applicable, sometimes you know, parents understandably come to us and they're just not thinking straight, and you can you can tell that they're so shell shocked. Um, we tell them a little bit about the house and you know some basic house rules uh, to observe, and then we show them to our room. And you know, there's the, each room can um, sleep four individuals, so they have that to themselves. Every room is is ensuite. There's a bathtub in there, 
and we like to put little toiletries in there. It's important that, that you know they can not only rest here, but they can feel kind of refreshed as well. So that includes you know like a, a shower in the morning, a shower at night, taking a bath to, to de-stress after a, a long day on the ward. We've got a, a big family kitchen uh, and dining area, so um, they can provide um, meals for themselves. We also try and provide food donations when we can with the, the lovely help from some of our supporters and past families and other organisations. We've got a playroom and another lounge area, so if there's any siblings here, you know, they can play on the, the games consoles or in the, the little Wendy house. Um, we also have some, um, we've partnered up with a, a wellbeing charity, so we've got a, a wellbeing app that we try and um, make available to parents as well. It's important that they look after the mental health and um, are the best kind of person in the best condition they can be to help look after their children. So, uh, yeah, I, I think we, we do um, really a lot to, to support parents and it's not just the, the bed to get your head down. Um, there's, there's so much more on top of that. I mean, clearly nobody wants to come here because to be here you've got somebody in the hospital who's not, not well. But, can you, I mean, obviously you get such a variety of people coming through the door as well. Are you able to see some of the kind of stories, individuals that have come through? Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, we, we support anyone, you know, we, we, we treat every every family the same, but we're also aware that every family has their own unique set of circumstances. Um, in terms of a story, my favourite story from, from the past year is, it's actually was our longest staying family. I think they stayed just short of, of a year, so, you know, almost 360 days that they were with us consecutively. And when mum and dad came to us, mum was, I think, around two months pregnant. And then throughout that time, you know, she just got bigger and bigger. And they've got one child on the ward. And, uh, yeah, eventually mum mom gave birth. She didn't give birth at the house, which would have been, you know, kind of a bit of a panic station. But, you know, you're in a hospital, so you're in the best place to, to give birth. But, yeah, that was such a joyous occasion to, to know that their second child, their first home, was our house, our home. And, uh, you know, we could... Um, help care for her and keep her close to our other child and um, yeah they got discharged unfortunately they came back a few months later but um, with that there was a positive of you know they knew what they were coming back to they knew that the staff would look after them and take care of them but we also got to see in that, that two three month period how their, their second child had already started to grow you know and um, take on all that, that character and it was uh, yeah it was a really really lovely, lovely moment so sure. And that was obviously a very long time yeah. somebody was, was here. Is there an average length of time a family would be here? Sure, so last year our, our average length of stay was um, 11 nights. We supported 666 individual families last year at Edinburgh House. The charity, I think, was um, over 6,000 families last year. Um, and the average mileage that a family was travelling um, to the Edinburgh House was around 60 miles. So yeah, it's, it's quite a long way from home, and if you're staying eleven days and you don't have accommodation, you know that's you can imagine the stress of eleven days traveling back and forward sixty miles, you know, to, to be close to your child. And if something unfortunately went wrong in the ward, you know, we're trying to get in touch with you. It's that that drive must just be a horrible drive. So as you said, there are different houses across the United Kingdom. Um, just tell us a bit about the background, the history of how they came around. Sure, so the, the, the Ronald McDonald House Charities was set up in the, in the 70s in uh, the US and, and it came over to the, the UK around 30 years ago 
and gradually more and more houses uh, were being uh, being set up. And at the moment, we have 14 houses in the UK as Ronald McDonald House Charities UK. And they're all unique. Each um, team brings a different atmosphere. And, you know, we're part of the, the hospital, but um, Manchester and Birmingham, for example, they're really big standalone buildings, around 65 rooms. Um, the Alder Hay, Ronald McDonald House is the biggest in Europe. Um, that's over 80 rooms. Um, yeah, and every hospital as well, you know, has its own special uh, speciality in, in, in terms of like the doctors and the surgery and everything. It does. Edinburgh is a big spinal hospital, so we see a lot of spinal patients. Whereas, um, like down in Oxford, there's more craniofacial, and Birmingham, I think, is more more cardiac um, surgery. But uh, yeah, it just you know, right throughout though, we we try to you know and keep to the, the to the same mission about what, what we're doing and a lot of consistency and you know just providing a very caring loving and warm friendly atmosphere and then trying to support the, the parents in the best way that we can so you've been here a couple of years yes um how did you end up working as a, a manager looking after this uh, wonderful accommodation in terms of in terms of my so, uh, yeah, uh, ca- yeah. career path i've, I've done um a variety of different jobs. I worked in retail. I've worked in hospitality. I've worked in education. I've, I've volunteered abroad in, in various countries. I've, I've worked in agriculture. Um, I think I've yeah just tasted a little bit of all of these different industries. But what was quite um, the thread that kind of went all the way through these um, different volunteer opportunities and career opportunities was was the people. And I feel like I'm very much a people person. And so when I came to to run McDonald House Charities UK and saw this opportunity, you know, it's it's very much a, a people job. Um, you're supporting the people in some of the, the worst uh, times of their life. So, you know, you need to be very, very tactful and, and very understanding. And, and to me, that was just so appealing. And yeah, when I joined the, the charity, there was the opportunity as a, to move into a deputy house manager role and then more recently the, the house manager role. So I feel like I'm I'm very fortunate and all my colleagues in, in the team here are just yeah amazing and so supportive and, and so many positive words to say about them so creative and, and so caring it's, um, it's it's a wonderful place to work great now obviously we're talking about you know Ronald McDonald which gives you a clue yeah shows you all the money that come for the work come from my Big Macs <laughs> no, the Edinburgh, the Edinburgh House was um, built off the, the back of money from the, the Scottish bag tax. The McDonald's um, franchisees were, were really kind enough to, to support us with all that money in and, and help with the, the millions that went to building this house. So we're really grateful uh, for that. And, and McDonald's are our, our biggest supporters, one of our biggest supporters. But, you know, that's kind of most of that a lot of that comes through you know just your average member of the public that, that goes in to buy a Big Mac or a Happy Meal and you see it there at the tell at the screen when you've you've chosen your, your Big Mac or your chicken nuggets it'll ask you if you want to round to pound and that you know that extra pennies that you choose to donate come to Ronald McDonald Touch Charities UK so you know that is a massive thing so thankful to everyone that does that but we're also supported and by a lot of past families you know they've, they've seen the work firsthand that we do and then once they get discharged and get home and they make sure that they're all settled and you know everyone's in a, in a great place a lot of them you know they do bake sales they do skydives they do marathons all kind of fundraisers for us um, and it, it's yeah it's so heartwarming to, to see them come back months later to you know tell us about all the fundraising that they, they've done for us so 
and I think you can sponsor a room, can't you? So yeah. I mean. So just tell us a bit. Say I'm, you know, really interested in this, and just tell us a bit about that. Sure. So yeah, we have that opportunity to, I guess, tell everyone that comes through our house about your individual um, efforts that have gone to support the house and the charity. So with with room sponsorship, there's a little plaque outside each room, and when you know when you you go away and you raise all this money or or donate um, items to the house when you you pass a certain amount and then you kind of qualify for the room sponsorship and you um just communicate with us about what the wording that you'd like on the plaque and if you'd like any pictures and and then yeah we get you in and have a a little um celebration and a a room sponsorship on unveiling and just to kind of yeah show how much we do appreciate all the efforts and that's your that's your kind of room for you know for for a year or or, or more depending on how much is has been raised. So I'm presuming you're looking for corporate sponsorship as well, companies out there. Yeah, yeah. Giving. That's yeah. Um, anyone that wants to help support us, whether it is an individual, a family, or you know a, a business or, or a corporate. And obviously, as you say, it's a stressful time for parents. Is, is it helpful having this place also for parents? to be able to talk to other parents who may be going through a similar... Do you hear people being able to support each other who have also got kids in the same ward? Definitely, and that's something that surprised me when I came into the job. I was very much focused on what can I do, what difference can I make for families, but very quickly I began to see the, the bonds that were formed between families. Um, more often than not, over over the dinner table, I'd walk through the kitchen late at night, making sure everything was fine, and, and you know, doing a bit of a clean up. And you'd see um, these families that had been in weeks or months, how the bonds had been strengthened. And oh, I'd like, yeah, you cooked dinner last night. I'll cook dinner for us tonight, and you know, sharing a meal. And yeah, just newly checked in families, um, being reassured by families that are longer stay. You know, um, maybe their child's going through the same thing, or their child went through that earlier, and they're you know, just reassuring them. You know, I'll be fine. Much I went through the same thing, you know. If you need to talk, I'm here, and then it's it's something that they can connect with because they understand someone's been through that similar process. Whereas you know the staff and the team here are amazing, but it's it's rare that we we'll have children that have been through that same thing. So you, yeah, there's there's some ways that you can't connect, but um, having everyone here just um, yeah it makes it such a, a supportive environment, and that is like very touching to to see these bonds being informed and even um, yeah just recently we had a very long stay family who left but they became close with the family that are currently with us so they're coming back as visitors to have, to have dinner and yeah that's just, just such a lovely thing to see that these are lifelong bonds to be formed and just supporting each other through through the journey because when you're discharged it doesn't mean that you know your child's going to be well for the rest of your life or that's the end of their sort of medical care a lot of these conditions you know they're they're, they're ongoing and they'll be in and out of hospital the rest of their lives and you talked earlier about obviously the parents the mum the dad focuses on the child but their mental health can be affected by that and you mentioned uh, that again is that I think that you pick up that obviously the stress levels are very high about protecting the, the mum and my dad's mental health issues as well. Sure. Um, so from from the very start of the day, we're aware that parents will, will just want to, you know, get their clothes on and, and head straight over to the ward and see if their child slept, see what they can do, see that, you know, can help them uh, eat and get sustenance. But we're also worried that in, in doing that, the parents neglect themselves. 
So we're fortunate with the, with our layout that our reception and day room area are right next to our front door and you, you can't escape that. So we're hopeful that when parents pass our day room through the window, they'll see um, our little grab and go station, which is supported by um, like very kind volunteers and donations. And there's little breakfast bits in there. We've got a toaster, we usually have bread. Um, you know, there's the breakfast bars, there's, there's cereal. So when they see that, they're like, oh my God, I've, I've not even eaten today. I'll just take five minutes, you know, I'll grab a coffee. There's a coffee machine there with fresh coffee beans um, and I'll make sure I'm right. And then I'll go and see and my child and we always encourage that as well you know we, we hope we're hopeful that the, the smell of freshly brewed coffee will will waft through the the house and encourage them and remind them to eat, uh, eat themselves and then as i mentioned we, we've um, partnered up with a, another organization another charity with a, a wellness app and we've got a lot of uh, posters and little toys signposting um, parents and siblings as well about using that and we've got um kind of these well-being cards it's like an activity in a game that they can use with the child in the ward and we've had heard some nice stories i remember our granddad uh, the other year took the cards across to um to his granddaughter to try and get open to open up which was just in a really bad place but these cards were quite light-hearted even though they were touching upon a serious subject matter and he said yeah within you know within half an hour we're smiling and laughing and just showing how appreciative we were of each other and things like that it's just sort of what we're about and what we try and encourage as i said before it's not just about a place to get your head down and rest. It's you know just making sure that you're fully functioning human being, and we can set you off in the best way possible to help be there for your your child. And my regular listeners know I always like to finish with my magic wand. You know, obviously you don't want any children ever to come, or parents have to come here. Sure. But that might be slightly beyond it, but it's something that's had about two years' experience. Is there something that would make a difference from your perspective? Oh, that's uh, it's a hard one. Um, <laughs> really, really, a bit stumped. Yeah, I mean, there's there's many, many small things that um, we could do. When, when I talked about the the well being, I think that's that's such a, a big thing, and it can be hard to encourage people to to look after their well being. Maybe there's always a bit of a, a sense of like pride there. They don't want to ask for help, or there's always the thought someone's worse off than me they they could focus on them they, they could deal with that um yeah maybe just more more facilities more equipment or somehow to just to get more awareness about um, um encouraging better well-being i guess yeah if i had a magic wand it would be just to to, to try and get people to be more conscious and more vulnerable about how how they see themselves and, and how any everyone anyone and everyone can can benefit from from better well-being and, and just being aware of that well thank you thank you for sharing um the story but most of all thank you for all the great work that you're doing for so many people and uh, not only here in Logan, but actually across the whole of Scotland so thank you thank you thanks it was great to hear from Ross it's been interesting to hear about the amazing work that the house is doing to support families at their uh, darkest hour. We will put a link into their website in the show notes and you can go to it if you want to find out more and also perhaps give towards uh, this very valuable charity. Thank you for listening to Out and About in the and I look forward to catching up next time.